Hello and welcome to the Decorum Talking Newspaper for the week of Saturday, 16th of April 2022. This week, Team 4 are bringing you the news and we'd like to wish every one of our listeners a very happy Easter. This is Andrew, I'm the team leader, and your other readers are Mary, Kyle and Jean. Mary and Kyle are joining the readers of Team 4 this week in the absence of our regular readers, Jane and John. And your editor this week is also the marvellous multitasking Mary. Now, most of our news items are taken from the Hemel Hempstead, Berkhamsted and Tring Gazette and Express newspaper. All telephone numbers are on the local code of 01442, unless stated otherwise. This week's headlines are Park Run ends after eight years, Girls win top table tennis title, and New Air Park and Bar opens its doors. These and other stories follow. Here is the news. Hello, my name is Mary. Volunteers were saddened to announce the closure of Tring Park Run after campaigning for the event to return. A statement on Tring Park Run's website said, Unfortunately, it's pretty clear that the current management of the Woodland Trust will not enter into further discussion, even with our final route being fully in the woods. It continued, The alternatives we have looked at do not have the required combination of a suitable course, location and parking. Volunteer Ken Douglas, who helped at the that the run held in Tring Park on Saturday mornings, said that the event was started in 2014 to encourage locals to exercise. He said it was an idea just to get some of the local community out running, jogging, walking in Tring Park and really to form a bit of a social community. Ken also said that people are saddened by the news of the closure. People are obviously disappointed that they can't get together in the way that they enjoyed on a Saturday morning in Tring Park. The overarching sentiment and feeling is that it was a really special event, he added. The Tring Park run was the first of its kind which featured a trail through wild woodland and fields of cows. Hello, my name is Kyle. The Woodland Trust, when undertaken by new management, withdrew support for the run on the site. Trust liaises from the council. A spokesperson from the Woodland Trust said, We have continued discussions with Park Run in good faith over the last 18 months. The site in Tring is particularly special and contains several sensitive and significant ecosystems, including one of the biggest chalk grasslands left in Hertfordshire. We have put forward several options to continue park run, including reducing the size and frequency of the runs, but unfortunately, this has not been resolved. Our priority is to protect the future of Tring Park for generations to come, for people and nature, which does mean difficult decisions to safeguard its use. Despite no longer having the Tring Park run take place every week, the community spirit among the participants remains. Ken said, we've got lots of fantastic memories and lots of people who people have discovered the benefits of exercise and the benefits of getting outdoors. Hello, my name is Jean. A team of girls from Berkhamsted won the national title at the Butterfly National Schools Table Tennis Championship. 
The under-11s team took home the Martin Forsa Cup at the national finals on April the 3rd. The team was made up of Riley Janace, Clements Courtney, Lucy Miller, Annabelle Howe and Ava Baker, who are all in Year 6 at Greenway Primary and Nursery School. The girls were joined by coaches Kai Lewis, Mark Loxey and Erfie Urban, who went to Wolverhampton after the team played at the area county, zonal and regional heats. PE lead at Greenway Primary and Nursery School, Mr Lewis, said, It's a fantastic achievement from the girls. They came on the day with the right attitude and a positive mindset and stunned us all with their determination. He added, We are all so proud of them. The championship, which ran in partnership with the Table Tennis England and English Schools Table Tennis, saw scores of schools all playing to become the champions. Greenway's squad came up against the defending champions from Fox Primary, Notting Hill, in the final and were said to have raised their game to achieve their win. Mr Lewis said, They were not just going to give up at any point and they had this positive attitude the entire day. The coach and PE teacher said that the setting up a local table tennis club is something that he and the team would love to do. He said... The girls are quite keen on training or coaching our upcoming teams as well to sort of inspire the next generation. Gazette reporter Olivia Preston took the first look at Cloud Nine, the brand new air park and bar that opened on Saturday the 9th of April at Jarman Park. She was lucky enough to be invited to explore Cloud Nine, Hemel Hempstead's newest active leisure experience, prior to the opening. The first thing she noticed as she walked into the venue was the attention to detail and the decor. The venue is designed for families and friendship groups to enjoy games, good food and great fun. After a quick safety briefing, she was ready to take off her shoes and venture into the air park. This isn't the average kids' play area. The trees, lighting and upbeat music made the space feel welcoming even to a 22-year-old. There's a wide choice of activities on offer, all of which change monthly. After being given the green light from the Cloud9 staff to head through the course, you can jump, roll and stumble your way through the physically demanding 35-metre stretch of inflatables. The menu in the restaurant and bar includes fresh pasta, pizza and small tapas-style plates. The soundproofing made sure that anyone enjoying a cocktail upstairs in the restaurant would not be disturbed by kids having a great time on the inflatables below. Upstairs, the bar is filled with plenty of things for adults to enjoy, including interactive dartboard, shuffleboard and pool, with a DJ playing remixes of popular songs too. The inflatable air park, which will also screen sports matches in their bar area, was founded by Andrew Fairnington and Megan Thomas. Between them, the partners have four children, ranging in ages from 7 to 16, so they wanted to make a space where people could come to have fun all together. The co-founders' initial idea came to them in 2016, but they struggled to find a venue that catered to adults and children alike. They set up a pop-up park in Watford in 2018, which was a success, and continued to work on the project over lockdown. It took a year to create this impressive park, kitted out with activities for all ages to enjoy. 
<clears throat> Police are appealing for information after an extremely dangerous driving incident. Hertfordshire Police have appealed to the public for any information, witnesses or footage that could help following an antisocial driving incident in Hemel Hempstead. A dark-coloured BMW reportedly was seen stop- stopping traffic and mounting the pavement on London Road near Pets at Home around 2pm on Friday, April 1st. Detective Constable Paul Salmon said, This kind of behaviour is extremely dangerous and could have led to someone being seriously hurt. He added, As part of our investigations into the incident, I'd like to hear from anyone who witnessed it or was driving by and has dash cam footage from the area between 1.55pm and 2.15pm. Any piece of information could prove vital to our inquiries. Anyone with information should call police on 101. Two teenage boys were threatened into handing over their valuables in robberies at the Marlowe's shopping centre in Hemel Hempstead. And police believe that the two incidents are connected. The robberies took place between 2pm and 4pm on Tuesday, April the 5th. At around 2.15pm, a 14-year-old boy was allegedly threatened into handing over his mobile phone in a loading bay behind Waterstones. Then, at around 3.30pm, a 16-year-old boy was allegedly threatened into handing over his wallet. Fortunately, no one was hurt during the incidents. PC Daniel Noyes from the Decorum Local Crime Unit said, Our inquiries are continuing at this time and an arrest has been made. As part of our ongoing investigation, we'd be keen to hear from anyone who was in the area at the time and saw the incidents take place or anyone who witnessed a male acting suspiciously. If you can help, please get in touch. A 15-year-old boy from Hemel Hempstead has been arrested on suspicion of robbery, possession of a bladed article and possession of Class A drugs. He has been released on police bail while inquiries continue. Anyone with information is asked to email daniel.noise at hearts.police.uk. You can also report information online or call the non-emergency number 101. Hertfordshire Police are reaching out to the public in the hope of recruiting Police Community Support Officers, PCSOs, in the area. These officers are part of the county's Safer Neighbourhood teams, which work to improve the lives of residents and make their area safer by tackling crime and antisocial behaviour. The force has explained that these paid jobs would be shift work, which would include working some weekends and evenings, but there would be opportunities for part-time and flexible roles. Hertfordshire's serving PCSOs include former cabin crew, customer service staff and retail workers. Superintendent for Workforce Development Ruth Dodsworth said, There are a whole host of reasons why the role of a police community support officer is attractive. Many people have had a career elsewhere and want a role which has a direct impact on the community. You may have built up life skills and experiences which could be a great advantage to the role. She added, it's a very unique role that our PCSOs say is challenging but incredibly rewarding. Police and Crime Commissioner for Hertfordshire, David Lloyd, said, PCSOs are a vital part of our policing family. They form strong links with the communities in which they serve 
and the public often tell me what a vital duty they perform. It's a great and varied career open to those who want to make a real difference. To become a PCSO, the initial training takes seven weeks. Those interested can find out more at heartspolicepcso.co.uk. West Hertfordshire Teaching Hospitals, NHS Trust, celebrates teaching status by welcoming two robots. The two Versius robots, made by CMR Surgical, have been installed at West Hertfordshire Teaching Hospitals, NHS Trust, to assist with surgical procedures. The machines, which were approved by the Trust in March, will be used in colorectal surgery and are also planned to be used in gynaecology, urology and upper gastrointestinal surgery at West Hearts. Robotic surgery usually uses smaller incisions that can speed recovery and reduce blood loss. The robotic arms have a small 3D HD camera and surgical instruments which give surgeons enhanced precision and control working within parts of the body. Mr Vanash Patel, consultant colorectal surgeon at West Hertfordshire Teaching Hospital, explained, We are very excited about welcoming the robots. Having two instead of one really kickstarts our ambition to become a centre of excellence in robotic surgery. He added, Our surgeons will now be able to perform complex operations with enhanced precision and control that robots offer. Dr. Michael Van de Watt, the Trust Chief Medical Officer, said, We have seen from other trusts that investment in next-generation surgical technology has helped attract and retain talent, whilst helping to alleviate the physical toll experienced by surgeons during surgery. Leisure centres across Decorum are offering free memberships to people living with Parkinson's this week. Berkhamsted Leisure Centre, Hemel Hempstead Leisure Centre and Jarman Park Athletics Track are taking part in the new initiative with charity Parkinson's UK that launched on World Parkinson's Day on Monday, April 11th. Decorum Borough Council, in partnership with Everyone Active, which runs the centres, will give members access to gym, swim and group exercise classes. Steve Cox, Everyone Active's contract manager, said, We are immensely proud to launch this partnership with Parkinson's UK and hope it will make a real difference to many people's lives. We want to encourage the whole Parkinson's community to exercise and are confident we have an activity for all, no matter what your age, ability or fitness level. Steve also said, being more active will help members to live well with Parkinson's, improving their physical, fitness and mental well-being, as well as having fun. Physical activity plays an important role in living well with Parkinson's, with people living with a condition with the condition finding various activities beneficial in managing their symptoms. And continuing that story, Tom Ingram, Corporate Partnerships Manager at Parkinson's UK said, We're delighted to partner with everyone active who have very generously offered complimentary membership for people living with Parkinson's and their carers. He added, 
Being physically active is important for everyone. It supports both physical and mental health and depending on what you choose can provide social support and interaction, all of which can really help people living with Parkinson's and those providing informal care. Currently, Parkinson's is the fastest growing neurological condition in the world and has no cure. Across the UK, it affects around 145,000 people with more than 40 symptoms, including tremor, pain and anxiety. The West Hearts branch of Parkinson's UK is based in Hemel Hempstead and supports local people who are anxious about their diagnoses. The group offer friendship and a safe place to discuss the condition, which also holds research-based monthly meetings and opportunities to take part in research programmes. For those wanting to join the new scheme, visit everyoneactive.com slash promotion slash Parkinson's. For more about West Hearts branch of Parkinson's UK, visit localsupport.parkinson's.org. UK. And now, this week in history. On April the 12th, 1981, there was the death of Joe Louis, the Brown Bomber world heavyweight boxing champion. On the same day in 1989, Sugar Ray Robinson, unbeaten welterweight champion and five times winner of the middleweight title, died. On this day last year, the number of people in the UK to have received the first dose of COVID-19 vaccine reached more than 32 million. On April the 13th, 1964, Sidney Poitier became the first black man to win an Oscar for Best Actor in The Lilies of the Field. On April the 14th, 1931, the Ministry of Transport issued the first highway code. On April the 15th, 1942, Malta was awarded the George Cross for its heroism during German and Italian bombardment. And continuing this week in history, on this day last year, Google Earth would now allow people to see the most vivid depiction of our rapidly changing planet in interactive, explorable 3D, it was announced. April 16, 2007, the Bank of England was forced to publish an open letter to the Chancellor for the first time after a, a shock surge in inflation to above 3%. April 17, 1984, PC Yvonne Fletcher was shot dead outside the Libyan People's Bureau in central London. She had been policing a small demonstration outside the embassy. On this day last year, the Queen bid a final farewell to her beloved husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, in an intimate, COVID-secure funeral like no other at St George's Chapel. A community knitting and crochet group in Hemel Hempstead is asking local businesses for help to cover the costs of renting a storage space for its postbox toppers. Chris also part of the Yarn Bomb Hemel Hempstead group of knitters and crocheters who decorate local post boxes in woolen creations, has already filled her spare room with toppers. Yarn Bomb Hemel Hempstead needs to raise £900 to cover its garage rent. She said, We're running out of room in people's homes. We have to get to the stage where we need somewhere to store these. We have no income. 
and that's that's we are trying to find help for raising money. The group has been misquoted a price for garage rent by the council, which is unable to give discounts on storage spaces. Decorum Borough Council said the garage offer for number 43 in Spring Lane unfortunately unfortunately did have the the wrong weekly rent charge on it at £15.78 when in fact it is a premium garage and should have been charged at £16.86. We have been in communication with the lady concerned and advised her on our mistake and offered an alternative garage if she preferred. In the next road, in Warner's End Road, which has the same charge of £15.78. Yarnbomb Hemel Hempstead has accepted the offer of a lower rate garage and will receive a month's free rent from the council. The group, which started in 2018, makes woollen decorations for events like Christmas and World Book Day and has over 700 members in its Facebook group and more than 40 people. Members range from teens to, pe- to people in their 80s and meet every fortnight at the Old King's Arm to chat, knit and crochet. Chris said, the reason for doing a lot of it is to brighten up the town and make people smile. The West Hertfordshire NHS Trust formally raised flags across their sites to launch their new teaching status last week. The Trust achieved this long-held ambition, which acknowledges the dedication of teams and individuals who have delivered high-quality teaching and training in the workforce last December. The Trust, which already trains students from Cardiff, Southbank, City University London and Suffolk Universities in nursing, midwifery and similar healthcare roles, is currently developing a partnership to train pupils from Brunel University London Medical School. Dr Ashley Rees, Director of Medical Education and Honorary Clinical Associate Professor at UCL Medical School said, teaching and educating the next generation is part of our core business. It's what we do day in, day out, supporting learners across every part of our organisation on the wards and with on-the-job training and teaching. This new venture will also help the Trust to grow their research while collaborating with academic partners. Dr Reith added, research underpins excellent patient care, helping us to provide treatment based on reliable evidence of their effectiveness. It's an important part of the teaching hospital conversation and brings us to the forefront of medical and clinical developments. Chief Executive Christine Allen said, it's a real badge of honour for the organisation. It cements the reputation of the Trust as a place that really cares for its staff, which in turn will make West Hearts an employer of choice. Rocketing costs and worry about how to manage in the face of them are causing panic for many families and individuals. For those who don't know how they're going to make ends meet in the coming months, there's help and advice on how to cope available from various charities and organisations. One of these is the charity Turn to Us that has resources and information to support you in finding ways to manage the rising costs. Their benefits calculator on their website enables you to find out what you might be entitled to 
and there's a search bar to find specific grants and other local services or help within your area. Their helpline is open 9am to 5pm, Monday to Friday, on 0808 802 2000 or via their website at turn to us that's written t-u-r-n number two u-s dot org dot uk another helpful organization is the trussell trust it has a network of food banks and works to provide food and support to anyone struggling with poverty visit the website to find food banks local to you at trusseltrust.org Their free helpline, Help Through Hardship, is also open 9am to 5pm at 0808 208 2138. Through this, you can receive support that is tailored to your particular need, and if it is needed, a voucher for an emergency food parcel. And more advice from the Cost of Living campaign... There is free financial advice from the Red Cross for anyone worrying about making payments and the charity Step Change will give free debt advice to anyone who needs it. Advice from the debt charity Step Change is to firstly put together a budget and understand which bills are most important. Then see if you can increase the money you have coming in in any way and look at ways in which you can reduce your spending. You can get free budgeting and debt advice to help with soaring costs at stepchange.org forward slash setting expectations. Another site with an online calculator for older people to check if they qualify for benefits is Independent Age at independentage.org forward slash benefit calculator. Or you can call the helpline on 0800 319-6789 for a free benefits check. Some energy companies have grants or trusts that can help you if you're struggling to pay bills that can be applied for even if you don't use their services. Contact your own supplier first to see if they have grants available. Alternatively, the British Gas Energy Trust helps people with gas or energy debt. Call 0121 348 7797 or visit BritishGasEnergyTrust.org.uk. Simple Energy Advice has an online energy grants finder and advice about energy efficiency. Call 0800 444 202 or visit SimpleEnergyAdvice.org. UK. If you're on a low income or benefits, have a health condition or disability, you may qualify for free help from the Local Energy Advice Partnership. Call 0800 060 7567 or visit applyforleap.org.uk. Volunteering with children can be incredibly rewarding as you can see the difference you are making to a child's life. It also gives you the opportunity to develop your own skills. At the Volunteer Centre, we have a lot of opportunities to volunteer with children, starting from babies all the way up to teenagers. 
Inspire All was established to provide and promote community sport, recreational and art services across Hertfordshire and Buckinghamshire. They have 35 family support centres providing much-needed emotional and practical help. They are currently looking for volunteers to help at their decorum family centre play sessions in a variety of roles in their baby and toddler groups. We have several beaver, cub, scouts and scout groups currently looking for leaders or assistant leaders for their troops. If you would like to volunteer with older children and young adults, Transitions UK are looking for mentors for their Aspire project. This works with 13 to 21 year olds who are offending or at risk of offending or criminal exploitation. Volunteer mentors work on a one-to-one -one basis as well as in groups to help the young person develop confidence and skills needed to move forward in a positive manner. If you are interested in finding out more about these roles, please contact 01442 247 209 or email volunteering at decorum.org.uk. You can also pop into the Roundhouse, which is outside Boots in Hemel Hempstead Town Centre. They are open Monday to Friday, 10am to 2pm. The results of the RSPB Big Garden Birdwatch 2022 are in and some of the UK's native bird species have had a great year with their numbers increasing. More than 700,000 people took part in the annual bird count earlier this year with an incredible 11 million birds counted. The biggest surprise for conservationists was the huge 73% increase in the number of jays seen. The RSPB's Chief Executive, Becky Spate, said, We don't know the reasons for this sudden increase in jay sightings this year. It may be down to food availability, as we have reports that last year was poor for acorns, but, whatever the reason, a sighting of this stunning bird is enough to raise one's spirits any day. Another species on the rise is the greenfinch, which saw a huge population crash in 1993. Numbers are still low, but with more sightings bring more hope. House sparrows remain the most seen bird in the UK, counted in 63% of gardens that took part in the count. And now we come to the information slot. This is followed by the obituaries, what's on and letters to the editor. Information about Alexa and Google. The DTN on Alexa and Google now comes via British Wireless for the Blind, BWFB. This is a free service that replaces the former system. Some listeners have queries about this changeover, but Jonathan, who operated the old method, has signed off this month. When you first try to operate the DTN under the new system, you may hear a message from Jonathan initially, but repeat your instruction asking Alexa, open the talking newspaper skill and then ask for Decorum Talking Newspaper, and it should start up. Our secretary has been forwarding the queries to Brian at BWFB, who luckily sorts them out. If you'd like to speak to BWFB directly, please ring our secretary on 217-918, and she will issue Brian's number.
And now some recent developments at the Macular Society. An eye surgeon who implanted a revolutionary chip into the first person in the UK has revealed more details about the device, which is hoping to restore vision in patients with age-related macular degeneration, AMD. Earlier this year, an 88-year-old underwent a successful procedure to insert a bionic visual aid behind her eye at Moorfields Eye Hospital as part of a Europe-wide clinical trial. Mahima Kit, a consultant vitreo-retinal surgeon who is leading the trial at London-based hospital, joined the Macular Society's My Macular and Me monthly webinar in March, revealing further details on the device and the ongoing trial. Historically, Mahi explained retinal implants haven't given patients significant or useful vision, which helps them in everyday life. But this device, known as the Primer System, has helped patients with advanced dry AMD read more letters on the eye chart. To continue, as part of the trial, a tiny microchip, which Mahi described as half of the thickness of a human hair, is inserted under the centre of a patient's retina by surgically creating a trapdoor into which the chip is posted. The patient then uses special glasses containing a video camera connecting to a small computer attached to their waistband. Describing the system and how it works, Mahi said, once you put the glasses on, the whole system works simultaneously. The video camera is catching part of visual world, which it passes down the camera to the computer which refines the signals, optimizes them, and passes them to the glasses, which is then passed onto a microchip and down the optic nerve to the brain. While the system is currently being trialed on patients with advanced dry AMD, Mahi believes the system could help patients with other dry forms of macular disease, such as Stargardt. At the event, he also highlighted how many drugs in clinical trials are aimed at slowing down vision loss, but that technology, which can be quicker and cheaper than drug development, could be the answer for restoring vision. Some people want to restore vision for quality of life purposes, so this is where the particular technology has value, he said. A drug being trialled for dry age-related macular degeneration, AMD, can significantly reduce the progress of the disease, according to new studies. Phase 3 trials have shown that injections of a drug called pegcetacoplan resulted in a significant reduction in the rate at which the cells of the macula degenerate. The studies by Apelles Pharmaceuticals built on previous research which showed that dry AMD is linked to the complement system and a hyperactive immune response that damages the eyes. Pegcetacoplan is a complement system inhibitor, meaning it aims to prevent this response from happening and harming healthy cells and tissue. 
And to continue that item, the studies involved two phase three clinical trials, Derby and Oaks, involving more than 1,250 patients with late-stage dry AMD, often referred to as geographic atrophy, GA. As part of the trial, some patients received injections monthly, while others received them every other month. In the combined results of the two trials, patients who received the drug monthly showed up to a 21% reduction in progression of the disease after 18 months, while those who were injected every other month had a 17% reduction. Jeffrey S. Heyer, principal investigator of the Derby study from Ophthalmic Consultants of Boston, said, It's exciting to see this positive data with Peg Setter-Coplan, which showed continuous and potentially improving effects over time. These 18-month results provide further evidence that Peg Setter-Coplan meaningfully slows disease progression and has the potential to preserve vision longer. The obituaries in the Gazette this week are Alan Miller of Tring, aged 65, Jackie Price, previously Oakley, aged 60, and Martin John Tanner, aged 80. May they all rest in peace. Many people are opting to go back to nature by selecting a green burial for when they die. The definition of a green burial is a little non-specific, but it generally a burial that takes place outside of a traditional cemetery or churchyard, says Director of Isca Funeral Services Limited, Michael Hull. Green burials can be in a woodland or wild flower meadow setting. They promote the use of natural materials such as biodegradable coffins or shrouds often made locally and the sites are managed to encourage wildflowers and native trees as well as the abundance of wildlife. Be aware that the sites often have a very rustic look with long grass and maybe even stinging nettles. Typically, headstones would not be permitted, but some sites allow flat stone plaques set into the ground. You can find out more about natural burial grounds from the Natural Death Centre, naturaldeath.org.uk, or the Good Funeral Guide, goodfuneralguide.co.uk, for further information. A trustee notice this week for John Ralph Rosin, deceased. Pursuant to the Trustee Act 1925, any persons having a claim against or an interest in the estate of the above-named late of four Wareside Hemel Hempstead, who died on the 27th of December 2021, are required to send written particulars thereof to the undersigned on or before the 14th of June 2022, after which date the estate will be distributed, having regard only to the claims and interests of which they have had notice. Picton Solicitors, 42 to 50, Kimpton Road, LU2OFP. And now, what's on? The Invictus Games is on, on the 16th to the 22nd of April. The fifth Games for Wounded Servicemen and Women takes place in the Netherlands. The event was founded by Prince Harry in 2014. 
Films at the Cineworld Cinema this week include The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent Unlimited, Operation Mincemeat, The North Man, The Lost City, Fantastic Beats, The Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Sonic the Hedgehog, The Bad Guys, Morbius, The Batman, 2022, The Nan Movie. The titles and screening times vary, so check the website cineworld.co.uk or phone 0330-333-4444. All popular films are provided to cinemas with an audio description track. Please mention your requirements at the time of booking. In music, Decorum Community Choir Spring Concert, the performance of Where, it, Where I Not to Sing, featuring local young musicians, is on Saturday the 23rd of April 2022 at 6.30pm. The venue, Hemel Hempstead Methodist Church, Northridge Way, Hemel Hempstead, HP1, 2AU. Tickets cost £10 and they can be bought um, by the telephone number 07940-218-1182. Spirit of Revolution at St Peter's Church, Berkhamsted is on Sunday the 1st of May 2022 um, and it is at 7pm to 8pm, 8.30pm. Behind the Mirror Celebration of Music for Cello and Piano by Beethoven. Tickets are priced at £20 from behindthemirror.org. At the theatre, everyone's talking about Jamie. Milton Keynes Theatre, April the 19th to the 23rd. The award-winning feel-good musical sensation is a story of a family defiance and being yourself when others want you to be someone different. Visit atgtickets.com slash Milton Keynes to book. And at the Court Theatre at Pendley in Tring, Thursday the 28th to Saturday the 30th of April, the Berkhamstead Youth Theatre presents The Three Musketeers. And from Tuesday the 3rd to Saturday the 7th of May, the Vale Music Society presents The Sound of Music. You can get tickets online at courttheatre.co.uk. And there's local comedy at Watford Palace Theatre with Stuart Lee in Snowflake Tornado, 10th to the 11th of May 2022 at 7.30pm. This is a double bill of two 60-minute sets back-to-back nightly from The World's Greatest Living Stand-Up, according to The Times. Including new material for 2022, the first half, Snowflake, will be heavily rewritten in the light of the two years the show has been laid off, looking at how the Covid-Brexit era has impacted on the culture war declared on lovely woke snowflakes by horrible people. The second half, Tornado, questions Stu's position in the comedy marketplace after Netflix mistakenly listed his show as Reports of sharks falling from the skies are on the rise again. Nobody on the eastern seaboard is safe. Age guidance is 14 plus, and the show running time is two hours plus the interval. To book, contact 01923 225 671 
or by email to sales at watfordpalacetheatre.co.uk. And now an Easter activity. Hunt for the golden goose. Young explorers needed. Your help is needed to find the golden goose. Hunt through the tall trees to search the candy-covered grounds of Ashridge House this Easter. Locate the elusive golden eggs and unscramble their letters to find out where the golden goose is hiding. For those who succeed, a delicious prize from Mr Sims' oldie sweet shop awaits. There will also be colouring in in the garden and tasty treats in the goodie booth. Tickets are from £2.50, entry from 9am until 4pm and it's on until the 22nd of April. To book, go to the website events.ashridgehouse.org.uk. The Easter Egg Trial at Whipsnade Zoo is until Sunday the 24th of April. Children and their grown-ups can take part in an Easter egg hunt with a difference at the UK's largest zoo. Five giant eggs each with a connection to one of the zoo's remarkable animals, have been hidden by the Easter Bunny. Visit zsl.org to book or for more information. Let's welcome Spring to Tring. Join Tring together and many local community groups to celebrate two weeks of free events to get active, out and about enjoying the town and surrounding countryside. There will be many activities including a pop-up zoo, live music, farmer's market and a historic pub walk, not a crawl. Plan ahead with the online brochure at bit.ly slash TT Spring Fair 2022. For the perfect start to the Spring Fair, a launch day is on Saturday the 23rd of April on Church Square Tring and continues until Sunday the 8th of May. Lots of organisations have joined the Spring Fair this year and many local businesses are supporting this event. It's a Tring thing. This year, Her Majesty the Queen will become the first British monarch to celebrate a platinum jubilee, marking 70 years of service to the people of the United Kingdom, the realms and the Commonwealth. To celebrate this unprecedented anniversary, a series of events and initiatives will be held over a four-day bank holiday weekend, Thursday the 2nd of June to Sunday the 5th of June 2022. Decorum Borough Council are hosting a number of events to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. These will include the Platinum Party in the Park on Thursday the 2nd of June in Gadebridge Park with free entertainment and performances for all the family to enjoy. The event ends with the lighting of the Platinum Jubilee Beacon and a firework finale. There'll also be tree planting as part of the Queen's Green Canopy, Trooping of the Colour and a big screen showing the live broadcast of the Platinum Concert from Buckingham Palace, bringing together some of the world's biggest stars also in Gadebridge Park, on Saturday the 4th of June. For the full schedule of local events, visit decorum.gov.uk and for further details about the Platinum Jubilee, you can find them on the government website at platinumjubilee.gov.uk. And now an interesting date for your diary. 
Lighting up the Chilterns. Local people have been invited to come together and create an artwork using smart lights, sound and choreography in the Chilterns area of outstanding natural beauty. Outdoor arts company Walk the Plank will be working with local people, organisations and community groups to bring the gathering to life. The artwork will be created at dusk by participants referred to as Luminators. The event is part of a programme called Green Space, Dark Skies, which will see 20,000 people from the Cairngorms to the Chilterns and the Gower to the North York Moors taking part. Exact locations will only be revealed to the people who have registered to take part. Be assured the Chilterns gathering will be accessible and easy to reach. The date of the Chiltern event is not yet confirmed, but likely to be the 15th of July 2022. To take part, register at greenspacedarkskies.uk forward slash get hyphen involved. Letters to the editor this week include Fines are no punishment. Fining the MPs for Partygate is equivalent to a let-off. They should all be sacked, especially Boris Johnson. They are a disgrace and have not shown any respect for people who could not say a final goodbye to relatives and friends who were dying. Uh, that was Wendy Fryfe by email. Make all car users pay tax. I was thinking the other day about electric car owners not paying road tax and one... Ones who own other low-emission cars that also don't pay road tax. My thought was that they're not paying anything for the upkeep of the roads, which is wrong in my mind. It's nothing related to the environment. It's for maintaining the roads. The pay-per-mile plan should get some money to fix the roads, especially the potholes that are all over our towns and cities. But how are they going to do it? If they put a device in a car to monitor it, people would just remove them. Why shouldn't everyone just pay a set amount and that way we all contribute to the maintenance of the roads without the need for more technology? That was David Forrest by email. And more emails to the editor. Let's not feel or fear all ailments. I've been reading about all the ailments around today. People can't get NHS dental appointments, some can't afford private ones, indoor gatherings during the summer may need to be limited due to ongoing COVID. Next, it's stomach bugs due to unhygienic ways or the common cold. Take your vitamins, lower your stress, plenty of sleep, etc. If it hadn't been for COVID, we would have coped with our stomach bugs and common cold without all the fuss. Even flu, go to bed with paracetamol, used to be the thing. And that's Brenda Wilkinson by email. And champagne extravagance. I wonder if the parents or participants of the proud boys and girls were happy to see them spraying champagne, etc. over each other after the boat race, when thousands in Ukraine are having to manage daily without water or food because of the war. That's D. Allen, also by email. What are your views on the news? Email the Gazette at jpimedia.co.uk.
And now more news items, which include some fundraising activities for Ukraine. Open Door Berkhamsted will feature work from local artists as they raise funds for Red Cross and the Disasters Emergency Committee. The community art space, which is on Berkhamsted High Street, has had scores of work donated by artists in the area. The theme of sunflowers, Ukraine's national flowers, comes through strongly across the range. Among the work is art created by 10-year-old Alexandra, who fled the war in Ukraine and arrived in Berkhamsted a week ago. The girl, along with her mother, left their city of Zaporizhia after living in a bomb shelter for three days. Due to intense fighting, the mother and daughter fled their hometown and joined an evacuation train to Poland, which Alexandra said was frightening and a stressful experience. Alexandra has donated three pieces of art to the exhibit and said, I want to share my love of painting with everyone and make good friends. Joan Fisher, general manager at Open Door, said, Sharing Alexandra's art and her story brings home the true nature of suffering in Ukraine and is a stark reminder of all those left behind for whom she is so concerned. Some of the rare gems that are on offer are three images donated by photographer Vernon Dewhurst of singer David Bowie, which were taken in 1969 during his Space Oddity shoot. The exhibition is open Monday to Saturday from 10.30am to 3.30pm until April the 23rd. Two sisters <clears throat> from Hemel Hempstead have raised £300 for Ukraine after holding a bake sale on their front lawn. Sisters Lilia and Katie Nunn baked over 350 sweet treats to sell to raise money for the Save the Children fund. Lilia, 11, and Katie, 9, from Woodhall Farm, spent a Sunday selling cupcakes, muffins and gingerbread to local people after promoting their cake sale around the area. A month ago, Katie decided that she wanted to do some charity work to help support the people of the Ukraine as the war with Russia continues. Katie and her family put up 40 posters around her neighbourhood in the hope of attracting plenty of attention to her worthy cause. From menus and handcrafted posters to baking goods themselves, Katie organised the event along with the help of her parents and older sister Lilia. Mum of the two girls, Sally Nunn, said, We had to turn people away because it had all sold out. The girls were out there, with a tub of dog biscuits even, for the dog walkers coming along. Everyone said how good they both were. She added, we were ever so proud, especially the organisational skills of Katie, because she just did it all. The sisters made giant gingerbread men, blueberry, white chocolate and carrot muffins, as well as vanilla, carrot and chocolate cupcakes, all of which were sold at the end of the day. The £300 raised will go to Save the Children's Ukraine Appeal. This item on the children's homepage came from Rowan. I started learning the guitar when I was seven, and I'm still doing it now. When the war in Ukraine started, I decided to try busking when you play music in the street to see if I could raise money for the people of Ukraine because someone in my class came from Ukraine. So one Monday after school, I gave it a go and went, went busking. I raised £65.95. and I was worried because it was my first time, but I still, I still did it. 
so I'm proud of myself. I played ab about 15 songs. I even played songs I haven't properly learned yet. Some County Council news about road closures in Decorum. Bulstrode Lane in Chipperfield for Gasworks from the 18th of April. Pancake Lane and Westwick Road, Hemel Hempstead for Utility Service Works from the 19th of April. London Road, Hemel Hempstead from the junction with Fishery Road Roundabout to the junction with Meadow Way for Railway Bridge and Vegetation Works from the 30th of April. Cross Oak Road, Berkhamstead from Grahamsdyke Road to Oaklands for replacement of existing gas mains from the 2nd of May. Hillary Road, Hemel Hempstead for utility service works from the 3rd of May. And footpaths in Tring around the Willstone Reservoir for ground investigation works from the 2nd of May. We're coming to the end of this week's news. Sunrise and sunset times for this weekend are 6.05 and 20.01. Don't forget, for those with access to the internet, our news is uploaded to our website soon after the recording each week on Thursday evening. This can be found by visiting dtnhamel.org.uk. If you wish to listen on Alexa, say, Alexa, open the talking newspaper skill. Follow this with Play Decorum Talking Newspaper. Remember, information on local amenities and services follow after the final music of this recording of the news on the memory stick. For those who are listening to this week's news on the memory stick, at DTN we've been having some problems with the yellow pouches. Many disappear on their return journey to us or are delayed in reaching our listeners with the latest recording. We're trying to resolve these issues with Royal Mail and ask for your patience until the service improves. Please remove your memory stick carefully from the player and return it to us in the pouch provided. Turn the label over and post it back to us at the Adifield Community Centre, The Queen's Square, Hemel Hempstead, HP24EW, using any Royal Mail post box. No stamps required. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it's goodbye from all your readers, the editor, and Mike, your technician for this week. Bye.